Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Per Beautiful podcast. One of my friends was asking me recently about one of the lines in uh, probably the Strong Warfare Prayer, which is available in the Good Spiritual Hygiene book, which I wish everybody would have. You can find it at the link in the show notes. It truly is incredibly helpful. But anyway, so she was asking about the line in one of the prayers that says something about any lost or fallen souls who may be present. And she was kind of like, wait a minute, what is this that we're talking about? So I wanted to talk about this just briefly because I think that this is not something that we normally talk about in the church. So I was listening, going through a deliverance training by the McNutts, Judith and Francis from Christian Healing Ministries. And I, they didn't have it as a video, but at one point, Francis asked how many of the people felt like they had had a visitation from someone who had passed, basically a ghost sighting. And there were people who said yes. (laughs) And it was interesting because while I would not, I don't think that I've ever had that experience, it was helpful to know that this is actually a part of the human experience. And so it's also helpful to know what it looks like. So, (laughs) you know, Francis McNutt was an amazing exorcist. And his wife at one point shared something like, oh, Francis likes, or maybe it wasn't his wife. It was probably one of the other people who served with them, Ken Polsey. But he said that Francis likes to watch, or liked to watch The Exorcist because it was kind of like professional development. You know, like, oh, yep, I've seen that. Oh, yep, I've seen that. And I have never watched The Exorcist, but knowing that that is at least partially based in reality or like the horrific phenomenon would be actually things that could happen, I find amazing. So (laughs) also how pure Francis must have been to just not let those sorts of things bother him. Like it just is when you're dealing with the demonic, it's ugly. Okay, but I have the power of Jesus in me and I know he had such great faith. That was what Judith would always say, that he he just believed what the Bible said and then he walked it out and didn't he wasn't swayed by whether whether he was feeling anything. Anyway, not trying to get off track, just beautiful to hear the testimonies of the saints. But one of the things that he said was that sometimes he would be in the middle of doing an exorcism. And if you think about Jesus, when he was dealing with the man with all the demons among the tombs, the Gerasene demoniac, he asked the man, what is your name? And the demons replied, my name is Legion, for we are many. And so I guess Francis at times would ask, what are your names? And the spirits would respond. And again, I don't know if this is always what one should do. I think the enemy is a liar. And when he lies, he speaks his native language. So I'm not entirely sure that whatever he's speaking about his names would be accurate, but who knows? And so apparently what will sometimes happen is that it'll be, you know, all of these horrible names, rage, malice, and then all of a sudden comes a name like George. (laughs) And you're like, oh, George, George is in there too, apparently. (laughs) And again, is the enemy's a liar. So is one actually named George? Who knows? But what Francis would do around the Georges and everything else is what he would want for every other person. He would send them to Jesus to let him deal with them as he will. And that to me just seems like that is a grace because if that is the, let's say the spirit of a, a murdered person or the soul and they're wandering the earth for some reason, just unrest, lost or fallen soul, 
um, how beautiful to say, you get to go to Jesus. He knows where you're supposed to be. (laughs) You are not lost from his sight. Go and be at peace. And so I will also say though, that there isn't really biblical precedence for sending things to Jesus. I think what John are not taught was that he would just say, you know, Jesus would say, come out. And it was also interesting. John said that Christians have this debate, you know, is it in you or is it just on you? And he said, in the scriptures, it's always out, come out. So that would imply in. (laughs) And so again, to me, I'm like, I like that it doesn't really matter. It's just somehow present in you, but it can be away from you. And so I don't necessarily think it's bad though to send things to Jesus because in some ways that was what all of the New Testament people were doing, right? They're bringing their things to Jesus. (laughs) They're bringing their sick, they're bringing their disease, they're bringing their demonized. So I say all of that not because I want to be the authority on ghosts or lost or fallen souls, but mostly because I don't know where else to find anything about this phenomena or this range of experiences. And so I appreciate those who have been willing to speak about it in the past. And so, uh, yeah, again, I'm not speaking from my experience. This is just what I have heard from those with maybe more experience in their lives. So Lord, I thank you that none of us are lost from your sight. I think about how precious it is in Psalm 139 that if we go up to the heavens, you are there. If we make our bed in the depths, if we make our bed in hell, you are there. And so, Lord, thank you that we're not lost from your sight. Even as I was looking at the book of Jonah recently and just that sense of like, here's Jonah in the, not only in the sea, but in the, the stomach of the whale. And yet he's not hidden from you, that you still hear his voice. <laughs> Amazing. You think about how hard it is to hear anything underwater. Maybe not the, the sound, but just like to have a conversation underwater. <laughs> and yet you just could hear his voice. And so, Lord, I am so thankful for how good you are. Thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen.